2: put the spring back into your step and into your home too shop blinds.com right now and save up to 45 percent. up to 45 percent off for a limited time at blinds.com blinds.com rules and restrictions may apply
0: the latest tips and equipment to improve your game the latest from the leaderboards and your favorite courses yeah. this is golf in the northwest an action-packed hour about everything golf now with award-winning PGA professional Harold Bluestein, here's your host Jason Swigard, and a fine
3: good morning to you all. The sun is out. Posting season starts Monday. It looks like we're going to get some sun finally. Temperatures
4: up in the fifties. That'll be wonderful. I mean, it's I've been playing in some pretty crummy weather, and it's uh, it's cold, it's rainy, it's drizzly. Trying yeah. to practice. I'm stiff anyway when I get to the to the golf course uh warm up a little bit, but you know when you get that cold breeze going, you just never seem to loosen up. And there's nothing like about seventy five degree temperature go God my these muscles and the ligaments go. and bones they actually can move around
3: well, I know more importantly, I'd starting to see sun, which I think a lot of the courses just with the snow and the freezing and then all the rain that we've had and, and the ground is loose and damaged from whatever got knocked over or blown over. Uh, so I think the courses will want to see that sun. Now there's, there's plenty of moisture. These courses have been saturated plenty. They need the sun to, uh, let it go to work. And, uh, so hopefully here in the next couple of weeks, I'm excited, uh, got my driver fitting. So I got specs, now we're going to get some clubs ordered, so hopefully it won't take uh, too long so I can get them in my hands and then uh, start go uh, getting ready.
4: Yeah, that's great because you had some decent golf clubs before where you got you fitted yeah. nicely, and uh, you started to hit it pretty good. And unfortunately, and it does happen, your clubs were yep. stolen uh, right out of your car. Right out of the car. Yeah. yeah. And uh, that that sucks. Yeah, I mean, that's really not good. Although they probably were somebody who played behind you in a recent round of golf. said, I, I hey, We got to steal this guy's club. Uh, Maybe he, he'll be out of commission. You mean
5: while. it's like a public yeah. danger for him to play out in public? It, it was that's a what public really... service. Yeah, that's right.
4: Stealing his club. And, uh, but now he's he's got new ones coming. That's right. Uh, I've been warned that you're going to come back to see me to improve your golf swing. Yes. And I will be... Prepared. I will rest up for that.
5: Bring your hard hat. Haven't your rates increased like quite a bit
4: since like I've a, retired? Yeah, they've tripled.
5: Like, yeah, yeah, because it's a rarity
4: yeah, that we can be
5: in your presence.
4: I I invite them instead of them requesting me.
5: It's like an academy.
4: Yeah. It's Jeez, a, it's a special thing now.
5: It's pretty exclusive, I guess.
4: Yeah, I don't give out tips cheaply. Well, I always charged for them. Yeah, it's like this show. I wouldn't be here unless I was getting paid. A lot of money. Yeah, yes, I know.
5: I know. And, we and, know. You tell us every morning. <laughs> you say, I wouldn't be here unless I made a bunch of money. And we right. go, I know, Harold, I know.
4: Well, and I've just, you know, this is how I feel better about myself. And that is comparing me with you. And, and I feel good. About well, that's
3: good. We should and, all feel good. The
4: ladies good. are getting creamed. <laughs> anyway. Swag's uh, back. I, be I'm, back I'm on getting the ready, ready to course. get back. So Basketball
3: season's just about over, uh, ending a little sooner maybe than the uh, the pilots uh, uh, wanted. So uh, they are not playing uh, today. We don't know if they're going to play in the tournament, so I'm going to have a lot more free time. And then obviously the big news, uh, I'll be going to the mornings uh, starting on Monday uh, with dirt and sprague as we uh, flip-flop things. So uh, we'll be there bright and early, 6 a.m. for you and then uh and then the new show Dusty or AJ and Dusty, AJ McCord coming over. So that all kicks off on Monday. So there's been a lot behind the scenes getting prepared for everything going on. So that, once that settles in, yeah. I'm going to have a lot of time to to get to the course and actually practice and play.
4: Now, you can get up at 5 or 4:30. 4:30, 4:30? 4:30 alarm clock. Now, really- I would imagine who's which one of your co-hosts or which one of the co-hosts dirt spray? is going to miss or sleep in and miss the first dirt?
3: Uh, dirt is more likely to sleep in. Yeah. He lives the closest to the station. Yeah. So he might be, there might be a few 558s where Sprague and I are both here and it's 530. And it's like, you heard from Dirt? What? And the phone call. <laughs> so he's he's the easiest uh, to get in. I think Sprague lives the furthest away. Right. So he's the one, and he's already told us, he's like, if it's 5.15 and I'm not there, call me, text me, who knows.
4: And is he kind of like that hyper tense guy yeah. that's got to yeah. be there on time? I, yep. I get like that too. It's so, all
3: about
5: intensity with Sprague. Is yeah. that? Even the most common conversations can turn into some uh... – Ted that. Yeah.
4: yeah, he can go over the edge very quickly. Yes. I I've I've had to walk away from him several
5: times. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You just gotta take the opportunities to set
3: him off though. Yeah. You
5: know exactly. I
4: mean? <laughs> Push a button, walk away. That's right. Yeah. I love people like that. I gotta
3: that. get going. Oh yeah. <laughs> but we've got uh we've got plenty to discuss here uh over the next hour. Uh Most of the tours are in action. Corn Ferry Tour is off this week, but uh, most of the tours are in action. We've got split PGA with a WGC event, so uh, lots of great golf to to watch all weekend as well. Uh, Gary Van Sickle, longtime golf writer, Golf Digest, uh, Sports Illustrated. He was once the uh, head of the uh, Professional Golf Writers Association. Uh, He's working for Morning Read now and uh, wrote a, a, a nice piece on Wednesday after uh, the uh, the car accident with Tiger Woods. And there was a while there, the, the world, not just the golf world, the world stopped, or at least the American mainstream, you know, pop culture society stopped for two hours until we knew where Tiger was. We saw the car. but What a uh, shock. Huh? It, 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 not what you were expecting Tuesday morning at 11 o'clock, sitting there getting ready to discuss, I don't know, the Blazers, slide or is Russell Wilson want to leave Seattle and then all of a sudden boom here you go but fortunately we found out the injury is not life-threatening but they are serious and putting in question his ability to ever be a competitive golfer again so we'll talk with Gary about what his legacy is what there is still left to do whether or not he can play again we'll do that at 8 15. Harold's got some tips on uh how to chip uh from the um in your living room, in your Chippy. living room yeah from tight lives, yes exactly. yeah no no 70 shag carpeting left uh left over from buffalo that you brought out with you does now, that
5: advice uh, also include how to not piss your wife off in the process
4: uh she has she, she, to, has,
3: she uh, has no tips on that she by has the way
4: announced, she has to announce herself coming through <sighs> as i'm swinging a club it's uh i said you don't have to warn me i can i can see you coming oh I have to warn you. I get a little bit focused, and uh, she could end up with a club uh, somewhere.
3: So let's uh, not waste any more time and go Inside the Ropes.
0: It's time for an insider's look at the leaderboards. The latest on all tours, plus local golf events and golf news. This is Inside the Ropes, part of Golf in the Northwest.
3: So we'll start with the Champions Tour. They're down in Tucson, Arizona for the Colgate Classic, Omni Tucson National. And uh, Mike Weir, the former Masters champion, looking for his first Champions Tour victory. He was a rookie. He played on all three tours last year, the Corn Ferry, the PGA Tour, and uh, once he turned 50, the Champions Tour. But he's got a one-shot lead, seven under. Scott Verplank is one back at six under. And uh, Paul Goidos, Jeff Sluman, Kevin Sutherland, among those in the mix, Steve Stricker is at four under. Uh, Retief Goosen is there at three under. Jerry Kelly is the uh, kind of the host of this event. But Phil Mickelson there at three under with a 70. This is a par 73 course. Uh, he's looking to become, I think, the first ever to win each of his first three tournaments played on the champion tour. He, he played in two last year, won them both. Um, but Correct. if he, if he has to go stick his foot halfway into a mud bog and play out of a hazard, I don't think that is the right.
4: Did he, you see him? Yes. Okay. And, and being, if he'd have been right-handed, it would have been a lot easier. would have been a lot easier. And Phil actually is right-handed. He plays golf left-handed, but he got right in there in the muck. I, I couldn't do that. I mean, because and, and now shoe, you got a shoe in everything. You got to I mean, play just, the rest of your round with that yeah, squishy stuff in your shoe. That would just drive me crazy.
3: Well, they're in Tucson. So it probably dried out a little quicker than if you had to do that out in this neck of the woods.
4: I'll guarantee you, it didn't dry off before he got to the green, but it, and it would have had to, I had had my shoe off. I'd have had some fresh water to wet. you know, can you towel me down here? Yeah. So uh, but he hit a great shot out of there. It's a nine iron. Then it's another nine iron to the green. It's par five and makes a four footer to make birdie. So out of the muck Phil you know makes a a great bird now Phil is playing both tours still still he he does not look good on the no I think you might see
3: him start doing more more champions tours events especially I think he'll pick and choose based on location I also think you know he I mean he's near home in Tucson or one of his homes in Tucson um Mm-hmm. And so I think he'll he'll pick and choose and stay in the warm weather. So between Florida, Southern California, Arizona, you're more likely to see him if there's an event there. Yep. Rather than worrying about which tour it's on, unless it's a you know an event he's been a past champion or.
4: Well, you were saying there are players that are playing both tours. Verplank yeah. is a guy that plays yep. both tours. Matter of fact, Stricker kind of Stricker will still do that. Yeah. Uh, Verplank uh, fourth place finish at the uh, waste management. So he's a good player. You don't hear much about him because all he does is go out and play good golf. Uh, Mike Weir has not won for a while, but what? 2003 master's champion. This guy can still play.
3: No, it's good to see him out there. Uh, The women, their first full field event of the season, a new event, Gainbridge LPGA. They're playing Lake Nona in Orlando, Florida. That is the home course of Lydia Coe. And uh, she has a two-shot lead. They're underway in the third round this morning. She is at 12-under. Chella Choi is 10-under. Nellie Corda at 9-under. Brooke Henderson, 7-under. Jessica Corda, Stacy Lewis, 7-under. Good leaderboard here. Uh, but Lydia Ko hasn't won since 2017. And nothing like playing on your home course where you're comfortable and you're not trying to necessarily think your way around the golf course. You're just uh, seeing ball, knowing what, everything does where you want to hit it and swing it away. And boy, if she can get out of her head and quit blaming her caddy for everything, it'd be nice to see her win again.
4: Well, she's made a lot of changes and probably the best one she's made is, is working with Sean Foley. Uh, she does have a mental coach too. So they, it's not so much about her swing, although there were some issues that they have dealt with. It is uh, convincing her that she's a good player and that she can't be so, she said, I, I've not been so irritated lately over a bad shot. Well, being irritated over a bad shot normally isn't going to get you very far in golf. You're going to have to have a quick, uh, a very short memory. She's playing well. Uh, one of my favorites to watch. I think the story here, uh, the biggest story was Annika Sorenstam coming back after 13 years. Of not playing, she's fifty years old. Yep, and comes back and makes a cut, which is really, if you think about that's it, that's fantastic. Yeah, it's unbelievable.
3: Getting a chance to see her uh, play an event, she said she's not making a comeback. She's just playing this event, um, but it'll be good to see her. And then, obviously, I'm sure throughout the coverage on the weekend, there'll be she continues to just do so much with her academies and trying to grow the game for women and young girls, and it is amazing. Uh, the influence that that she still has on the game.
4: Yeah, she's a remarkable person. I have met her a number of years ago at the the merchandise show. Uh, Nice, nice person. Uh, Just a quick chat. Hi, how are you? But uh, there wasn't a person there who wasn't attracted to her, just to chat for a little while. I
3: remember the U.S. Open out here at Pumpkin that she played in. The Women's U.S. Open and the crowds were 10 12 deep following yeah. her around. It was insane.
4: She's not a very tall she's lady, not she's not big, you know. And she's uh short. I mean, I'm shorter, yeah. But she's short, she's stocky, uh, hits the ball pretty far at age 50, still does. Although the champion store players still bomb it out there quite a ways. Uh, so but she's looking at a U.S. Open senior, yeah. Women's U.S. Open appearance. I'm trying to decide what's the difference between a you know I'm' a, a comeback and just an appearance. So I mean, I'm not making a comeback here in the studio. This is merely an appearance, yes, so but I'm trying to figure out in her her life which is which
3: uh I think in a just picking and choosing, I don't think she has a schedule sort of thing. She might have a couple of things she's got her eye on, but that'll be it. Uh, we'll get more to the PGA tour coming up in the, in the business of golf, the WGC event, Brooks Kepka looks like he is uh, in full blown, uh, time to win majors mode. And that's good to see Tony Finau still can't win a tournament, even though he's playing as consistently as anybody on the tour. It's unbelievable. The contrast between those two. Uh, so we'll get into that, the Puerto Rico open as well, but I want to take a break because Gary Van Sickle is going to join us here coming up talking about uh, what everybody was thinking on Tuesday uh, when we got breaking news that Tiger Woods had been in a one-car rollover accident. We saw the pictures of the vehicle, and everybody's minds went all sorts of places. Now that we know, it's uh, it's just leg injuries, but they are significant and serious ones. What this means for Tiger for the game moving forward As we're getting started here. It's Golf in the Northwest on 1080 The Fan.
0: Call from Mom. Answer it. This is Golf in the Northwest on 1080 The Fan.
3: 817 here this morning, Golf in the Northwest, Jason Swigard, Harold Bluestein with you. And now joining us on the line, very pleased. It's been a while since we have uh, talked to Gary Van Sickle, uh, but glad to catch up with him, former president of the Golf Riders Association of America, 20 years with Sports Illustrated and Golf.com, been covering the game. Uh, since, uh, all the way back at the M- Milwaukee journal, uh, in 19, the 1980s, but, uh, we are pleased he's doing stuff for the morning read now and Gary, uh, welcome in this morning. Good to talk to you. I read your piece on Wednesday after we all kind of did the double and triple take when, when the news was breaking about Tiger Woods in a car accident. Where did your mind first go before we knew that it was just uh, injuries to the legs and nothing more serious than that? Well, I
7: think it's one of those moments where you'll remember for a while where you were and what you were doing when you heard the news. It's Tiger Woods in a car accident. I think your first thought is, well, how did that happen? Was he texting? Was there something else involved? Was he impaired? You know, it's L.A. Was it just road rage? Was it, you know, because it was in in L.A., I think it opened up some more options for possibilities. But I think you immediately start speculating about how how did that happen and whatever. So I think we found out since then that he was late. He was probably driving a little fast. And who knows? You get distracted. You know, if you're going 50 miles an hour. And you lose your focus, and if you nick the median, the curb. I mean, you're you're driving three thousand pounds a car that doesn't want to change direction, and you know it doesn't matter who's driving. You're not going to control that. So uh, I guess he's lucky there weren't cars coming the other direction after because he crossed the crossed the median, crossed across the other lanes, and went somersaulting, passed over a guardrail. So it sounds like he's lucky to be alive, but you know he's. I mean. it sounds like his legs are in bad shape so uh, we're all you know hoping he has some kind of recovery uh, whether he's able to play golf again or not uh, it's it's just shocking it's always jarring when real life intrudes on our sports and we just don't think of our athletes as being human in the same way that everybody else is it's it was a weird day i mean you wanted to call some i think you know people called me to say did you hear about tiger and like uh oh what So, uh, I mean, you probably had the same thing where people calling you to say, did you hear about Tiger? It was a weird day.
4: Uh, Gary, my first uh, thoughts were, I I hope the kids weren't in the car, uh, because that would have been really, truly tragic. Uh, And the moment I heard about it, I was thinking, uh, and I went right back to reassessing my opinions of Tiger. How do I feel about Tiger? How would I feel if Tiger weren't around. And I, I realized that for all the negative things uh, and the ups and downs, I really respected and liked this guy. Uh, and I, he would sorely be missed. And I think he'll be missed going forward for uh, through his uh, recovery.
7: Well, that's true. If you look at the impact he's had on golf since probably 1995, 26 years, he, he has been golf. You know, we always used to say, you know, no one person is bigger than golf. Well, that's not true. Tiger Woods is and was bigger than golf. He came at a time where the media changed in a way that you could become globally famous. I mean, not that Jack Nicholas wasn't, but if you look at Tiger Woods' career, I had this discussion with somebody from TV. I said, if I wanted to find video of every single shot Tiger Woods has hit as a professional on the PGA Tour, what percent What percent do you think I could get of every shot he's ever hit in tournaments? And this guy said, uh, I'd say like 97%. I mean, which is unthinkable because you think of Jack Nicklaus, he and Arnie were pay- playing back in the days where golf was only on the weekend and they only showed the last few holes. And we didn't really see – jack nicholas played that hit that many golf shots i mean nothing like tiger woods and till mickelson and today's players you know we got tv on thursday and friday so tiger's impact on golf i know he quadrupled probably or more of the purses because of him because of tv ratings everybody who's involved in golf in any way including us has benefited from him and you know he's made the game more interesting and more exciting and and more watchable and made it seem more important mm-hmm. and yeah you can't you can't take that i mean it take babe ruth out of baseball in 19 1937 or whenever he retired it's a different game for a while you know just when jordan left the nba was different for a while something else will somebody else will come along but they're not going to be there's not going to be another michael jordan there'll be a lebron or there'll be a kobe and in golf you know we don't have as quite as many players. It's it's a little bit different game. Somebody will come along, but there's only there's only going to be one Tiger Woods ever, and you hate to you hate to lose that.
3: Gary Van Sickle uh, is our guest here as uh, we kind of start to expand. What Tiger? Ty- if, if Tiger has played his last professional competitive shot, how important was winning the Masters in 2019 to allowing people to recognize? he won't be out there playing every week.
7: You know, it was funny when that happened. Didn't, didn't you, didn't it feel like a curtain call?
4: Yeah. Yeah. Didn't
7: it feel like an encore, like, like Nicholas in 86. It felt like, all right, here's his parting gift. Mm -hmm. At the same time I was writing things like, here's how Tiger gets to 19 wins because if he can stay healthy, look what's coming up a PGA at Harding park where he won. You know, uh, ultimately uh, a Masters in November and in April. You've got U.S. Open at Torrey Pines. We know how well he plays there. You're looking at this going, this guy, could, if he can stay healthy, he can get to 19. Well, sure enough, right after he won the Masters, what happened? He, he wasn't healthy uh, a month later. By the time he played the PGA at Beth Page Black, he got paired with Kepka the first two days, and Tiger looked puny compared to Kefka because, obviously, it, it turns out, Months later, his knee was bothering him again. He wound up having surgery, but he didn't. He didn't mention that then. But he looked. He looked terrible. And you're like, that's not the same guy. So he, realistically, his career might have been over after, you know, the 82nd win. He just. He just seemed like he body wouldn't stay together long enough for him to practice long enough to get the reps that he likes to. T- you know, talk about it's all about the reps uh, to to play winning golf and. Obviously, the desire was there, but his body wasn't cooperating. So, in a weird way, this kind of gives him, he takes the pressure off that, you know, he was hurt. Hey, he doesn't have to play any more golf. He doesn't have to live up to our expectations to do anything for us. I'm sure he wants to compete, but he doesn't have to. And, yeah, that was, uh, you know, as we look back, that may be what a curtain call.
4: So, have you heard any prognosis on his uh, with regard to his recovery?
7: You know, I've read things from people who, doctors who were not involved and uh, I know a nurse practitioner who's pretty knowledgeable. You know, the fact that they had to, I forget the name of the process, but they had to cut cut, cut away some muscle uh, because of swelling so you don't get compartment syndrome. That, that really adds to the uh, recovery. It sounds like it's going to be a good six months before Tiger is even going to be upright and attempting to walk. And, and I was told that, you know, by, by one of these people, that uh, this nurse practitioner, that, you know, walking is going to be a pretty big deal after an accident like this. Mm-hmm. Forget about playing golf and all that. Just getting – that was a serious leg injury. Um, you know, he certainly is not going to be, we're not going to be seeing him play golf this year. I think it's a big question of, you know, is he ever going to golf or play golf competitively? again? I mean, I I don't think we, you know, in deference to tiger, it's over when tiger tells us it's over. Mm -hmm. If it's somebody else, you might write him off, but he's tiger. He's done the impossible before. So I'm not going to say he's not going to play golf again, but I don't expect to see him playing competitive golf again. And, uh, if he does, you know, it'll be, uh, you know, a, a great feel-good story, a comeback story that we can all get behind. But, you know, think of all the muscle mass he's going to lose in the next nine months. You know, like his legs, I mean, this guy likes to lift the weights and work out. You still got to use your legs even if you are just doing upper body. Mm-hmm. He's, when he, if, he, if and when he gets up and is able to walk and start doing things, his body's going to be completely different by then, it's going to take, a long time to get back and he's not getting any younger. So uh, yeah, there's, I think there's a very good chance. He's not going to be able to get back to competing. But you know, I'm, I wish him well. I hope for the best. I hope, I hope he can. I hope he can, you know, I I hope it doesn't impede his mobility. I hope he's able to get back and walk and play with his kids and do whatever he wants to do and play golf with his son. But uh, I think it's going to be a pretty tough slog and he is going to get the best care. He's not going to, you know, he's not gonna be like us you going into the walk- yeah. we're not going into the walk- in clinic to yep. see our doctor and the thirty dollar copay he's gonna get the absolute best care yeah you know, well, on tiger what's your copay on this thing <laughs> oh, I don't know I'll get the check on that that's a two hundred thousand dollar copay
3: okay Gary Van Sickle is our guest. I think eventually fans will time will go'll we'll accept there will be. You know, the depth of what is on the PGA Tour week in, week out is, is as good as it's ever been. We'll find other golfers to cheer for and root for. We'll always have a special place in our hearts for Tiger. I think the biggest question is, will Tiger accept that he won't be able to compete anymore? And But he's still only 45, and we saw with Jack Nicholas his legacy went to course design, to getting tournaments together, building... Tiger, I think he's got two tacks here. Uh, he started getting into course design. He's the the host of the Genesis Invitational. He's got his turn, the Hero World Challenge. He might do more of that, uh, as well as now his son, who with that, uh, he did get to play with him in the PNC and helping him maybe carry on the family name. What how How does he turn his attention to the next piece of his legacy to have the impact on the game of golf, even if he can't play?
7: Well, that's a great question. I, he can be an elder stateman, statesman and say stuff, but, you know, if you look around, I mean, golf design and construction, we're basically not building any golf courses in the U.S. I mean, very few new ones. We're losing them at the rate of one every other day. So you're not going to be, you know, all the golf course construction is over in Asia these days. So he could do that. I don't think there's enough of that to, I don't know how interested he's even in, in doing that, but to me, the opening for I've seen, and you know we've seen him on TV a few times. He's smart, he's glib, he's funny when he lets his guard down. I tell you what, I could see if it was me, I'd take Nick Faldo out of the booth right now on CBS and put Tiger in in his spot right now and take my chances, because I think I think if he wanted to do that, he could be a little more like Johnny Miller. Um, Tiger can say anything he wants about any player, any shot he's seen because he's done it all. Nobody's going to question his credibility as a commentator. If he wants to go that route, it would be a great way to keep your profile up. It would be a, enable him to keep, you know, a lot of his endorsements and stuff. I mean, that's the thing you, you got to keep your name out in public because famous fleeting and it goes fast. I don't know if Tiger Woods will ever fade away, but, uh, it, you know look at somebody like johnny Carson he retired within a couple of years you know nobody nobody even talked about him so i i i would say if i would i would vote for that now, i don't know if he has any interest in doing that but i think tiger could be uh, i'd like to hear him sit up in the booth and talk about golf shots and, and tell some stories about about his career and his situations when i was in that situation at the 2000 pga at Valhalla here's what i was thinking I think that would be great if he wanted to do that but you know the golf course there's not a lot of other avenues he can be a pitchman he can be a corporate spokesman but you know he doesn't have the business savvy Greg Greg Norman built a whole Empire business Empire he was very involved in the details uh, and he liked the business stuff really at that point time mean, he hit 50 more than golf so maybe Tyra could get into in, into that but but uh, you know he can sit back and maybe he buys a sports team. Maybe he's like Jordan buys an NBA team. He's got a lot of options. But I, I would vote for a TV commentator. Do you, do you like? Have you liked what you heard of him when he's been on? Uh, you know he fills in at the memorial or, or uh, somewhere. He he comes on the air and I thought he was decent. You know for a beginner, I think mm-hmm. he has potential.
4: Well, he certainly has more options than the three of us. That's <laughs> for sure. <laughs> yeah, so. is, in
7: a, and he does, and his copay is just not a
4: factor. Yeah, fact. exactly. <laughs> So uh, you wrote a piece uh, recently that uh, what makes a fan favorite and certainly uh, Tiger was a fan favorite and we know what he's done for the game. But do you see anyone who is coming up right now that will put, uh, you know, butts in the seats uh, or uh, have people watch more golf on TV?
7: You know that's uh, that's a really good good way to take that story I wrote and, and push it forward. I wish I'd thought of that when I wrote it.
4: <laughs> Call me anytime. You know, <laughs> I mean, the key to,
7: the key to becoming you know to becoming that person, that tiger, that Phil, you got to win a lot. Yeah. And there's so much parody and I think it's a lot of it's equipment related. The ball doesn't curve. You know, I would love to see these guys today play with a lot of balls and persimmon persimmon drivers because when you missed a shot back then and it's only been 25 years you know it's an old guy saying only when he in reference to 25 years only 25 years but the ball really your bad shots really went offline nothing like today I and mean, we still see guys hit it offline because they're flying at 320 yards but you had to hit the, the ball the club in the sweet spot to have good shots and uh, you know that's that's one of the things i miss uh, I don't really miss it. I'm happy to have a metal wood and, and hit it straighter. But who's out there that's gonna do that? You gotta win more. You've gotta have that smile, you've gotta like the public. You've gotta like interacting like Arnie does or like Phil did. Uh, you gotta you gotta kinda have good looks. I mean Ricky Fowler's got this built in following and he's just missing the part where oh yeah, you're supposed to win twenty times. So, you know, I don't Brooks Kepka I, I don't know if the public have taken to him. I like him, but he's kind of a, he's kind of a hard ass. If I can say that I, I, I like that about him. He's kind of got that Hogan edge, like mm-hmm. yeah, I'm better than you guys. And I know it. Yeah. And I like that about him. but I don't know that. I don't know that he reaches the public. He seems kind of standoffish and smug. I, I don't think people react to that. Uh, Roy McElroy, everybody loves him, but I feel like, you know, he's lost his edge and I don't think he's going to get it back. Uh, it could be you know matthew wolf is interesting de has the potential to win a lot but he's weird and he's got a little smugness that I'm not sure how the public do you think do you think people like de a lot or they I think some people are put off by some of the things he says i I don't know what do you
3: think no, he's he's not endeared himself to the masses. Yeah. I don't think that'll happen uh, at all. It's it's interesting to see. It is hard. I, I don't know that there's any one, and there's no prodigy other than his son. His son might be it if he can develop well, the game. I, you, know,
7: you know, Justin Thomas is a nice guy. I don't know that he you know, you fall yeah. in love with him. Uh, John Rahm, another one, he's got a nice smile and he's He's emotional. He shows his emotions, and he's got the poten- he's, potential to be number a number one type guy. But uh, you know, guys like Tiger are rare. I mean, People who come out and just have these huge followings, uh, like a Trevino, Carney. I mean, you can Greg Norman. You got to have the whole package, and uh, you know, it's hard to hard to set yourself apart these days. You know, Matthew Wolf is interesting, but you know, Morikawa, we we hardly even know him. I don't know if he yeah. gets you excited. There's a lot of good players, but you know we're waiting for uh, we're waiting for the beauty the beauty queen who comes out and hits a 380 yards.
3: Yep, and I think what you mentioned is once if somebody goes on a tear on a winning tear, winning two to you know two or three majors, two or three years in a row, that that will be the one where we're all interested in finding out about uh, him or her. Gary Van yeah, Sick.
7: Oh, go ahead. That's right. It, it, well, it, it's got to be somebody that we like and we want to root for. For any of those reasons, and it it could happen. It could happen overnight. We just don't know who it is yet.
3: There you go, Gary Van Sickle. You can follow him on Twitter at Gary Van Sickle. Doing stuff for Morning Read as well. Where else can people catch your work, Gary? Oh yeah, I frequent uh, the the Speedway
7: convenience store a lot. <laughs> uh, you know. If you get uh, two of those bottles of water, you get 300 bonus points right now, so you you might want to check that out.
3: (laughs) Well, we appreciate you. It's uh, been too long. We'd uh, love to catch up with you again down the road. All right, anytime, guys. It's great being had by you. (laughs) All right, there you go. Gary Van Sickle, our guest. Uh, Well worth it. Uh, We've got to take a quick break. We'll come back. Uh, Tips on uh, how to chip from the uh, dining room to the living room. And uh, we'll talk more about this weekend's uh, events on the PGA Tour. It's Golf in the Northwest on 1080 The Fan.
0: Tips for your game from award-winning PGA instructor Harold Bluestein. It's time to ask the pro on golf in the Northwest on the fan. Eight thirty
3: eight. So much fun to talk to Gary Vee and Sickle. We went into your tip segment, but uh, I, we were enjoying that conversation, too. We could have talked to him the rest of the hour.
4: Yeah, that was uh, that was a lot of fun. I appreciate him. He's such a good writer. If you have an opportunity to uh uh, Google morning read. Uh, there's really great writers through there. And Gary is one of them. Uh, they write articles that you can, you can read very quickly, yeah. but they, but they make the point, make and- a point. They,
3: they share their opinions, good perspective as well on, uh, on the game and, and on life. And so uh, we will certainly catch up with him again down the road, but uh, we do wanted to get into the tips. And as the weather is warming up drying out, hopefully here over the next couple of weeks, people will start to the seasonal golfers will get the, uh, the clubs out of the garage and, and start heading back to the courses and always uh, you know, everybody wants to go pull the driver out and see how far they can hit it. But if you want to score right away, the quickest way to do that is to not, you know, mess around and pull a uh, Victor Hovland uh, around the greens.
4: Well, absolutely true. You know, the, Putt for show
3: and or no drive for show, putt for but, dough. Thank
4: you very much, and and chipping comes into that that putting element, that short game element. Um, I can appreciate those people who want to hit the ball perfectly from the fairway off the tee and whatever. I spent a career uh, hitting too many golf balls on the driving range with a full swing and not enough with putting and chipping and, and putting, uh, I was always a decent putter, but chipping has seemed to have left me. And in the, in the form now of, Oh my God, I don't know where the hell this ball is going to go. I could chunk it. I could, uh, I could shoot it across the green, although I've been working on it. Uh, we don't necessarily like to use the word yips, but uh, at times it gets a little yippy and that's not a happy note. No,
3: that's not a happy note when you, when you cannot get comfortable over the ball.
4: And I, and now I have really started working with myself. It started with a uh, teaching and coaching summit that was virtual a couple of weeks ago for PGA professionals. And there's been a lot of studies on the yips. And so that information was, was really quite enlightening to me. Now, I've been working on, on the short game, and I work in my house. Uh, I like to get out to the golf course, but sometimes it's just too damn cold out there and rainy. I don't feel like doing it. So I've set up uh, trash cans and buckets uh, in the uh, – I kind of have an open area in my house. And I've got a, um, a mat that I hit. It's called an Accustrike Impact Mat. And you can get that on golftrainingaids.com. And it shows you, I realized that I was hitting too far behind the ball. I was bottoming out in the wrong place. And so what caused me to bottom out? Now, I know we're up against some time, so we're going to cover this again next week. Uh, But I started with that mat, hitting shots with plastic balls into buckets and starting to realize and be experimental with my grip, my stance, my posture, my ball position, the things that are important in my alignment, things that are important on every single golf shot, but as critically important when it comes to the short game. Obvious in in putting, not quite as obvious in chipping for people, but it should be. And that's where I started. And from there, I began to realize what my mistakes were. And I will share those in our next next week when we get into a, a little more detail uh, what I found and how I went about repairing those.
3: Well, yeah. And that'll be interesting because I think people where you position the ball between in between your legs in, in the stance will determine the kind of descending blow that you deliver to the ball, as well as if you're trying to go straight up if you're trying to hit it five feet if you're trying to carry it over something or all the way to a pin or something like that so we'll get into that uh next week when we come back though want to get into the wgc event the pga tour a lot of golf uh, available for your viewing pleasure this afternoon brooks kepka after winning at phoenix looks like he is uh, getting it cranked up here uh might run away with this thing if uh, nobody goes out and gets him contrast him, how competitive he is with Tony Finau, who is in the mix every week and cannot get a victory to save his life. We'll do that as we wrap things up. Golf in the Northwest on 1080 The Fan.
0: After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medella, is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, Which new driver is best for your game? Who makes the best golf gear? Where should you take your next golf vacation? Which local course should you get to know better? This is the Business of Golf, every week on Golf in the Northwest on 1080, The Fan.
3: 8.47, Center and St. following us. 12.30 this afternoon, uh, Oregon men's basketball. They are at Cal. Uh, Trying to sweep the Bay Area schools uh, over on 9-10. It'll be Ducks baseball off to a 2-0 start. uh, Game three of their series with Seattle U. That'll be at uh, 1.45 pregame, 2 o'clock first pitch. So that's what's uh, coming up for you today. And uh, glad to see some people uh, dialing in on the old uh, text line, 503-250-1080. Got some, uh, some guys teeing off. That might be Sprague. I can't remember. He's going off at Glendivere, hoping the whole thing isn't a water hazard. He's at (laughs) Glendivere West.
4: Oh, that's cool. I'm glad to see he's playing.
3: So, yeah. He called I, I me for a lesson,
4: Did, but I wasn't available. Did he take it from you?
3: Uh, No, I no, I do not give lessons at all. I direct people to where I think they should go. Well, he or, told me
4: that he was going to... Or gonna... something
3: you shared with. I will pass along something you shared with me. Okay. But, no, I in no way, shape, or form want to be responsible for anything like that.
4: Well, I, it's, I'm glad to see Sprague's out there, and we should have called... I had to warn everyone else that he was on the golf course. Yeah. So any, well, he's got new sticks. Oh, really? cause he
3: won. Yeah. He wants bring in the line with our, uh, with our, uh, handicapping buddy. And so he got new sticks.
4: Oh, that's awesome. So, so he's yeah. getting into golf now.
3: Yeah. So yeah. are You
4: guys going to play together. When, yeah. Eventually. Show? Oh, you yeah. Play?
3: yeah. Once we, once we get it all dialed in and stuff, then yeah, I'm sure there'll be at least once a week. We'll be, uh, going somewhere for, uh, for a round.
4: So any expletives coming out of uh northeast Portland this morning will be directed uh no, that it's
3: Bragg on the golf course Bragg, he kind of keeps it into himself he does? Uh, yeah
4: oh that's not I've all right maybe with you but yeah that's
5: not the experience i've had oh no. no, all right especially in competitive sports I,
4: yeah. yeah
3: i i have I think golf's different because his his he, he needs confidence. That's what he needs more than anything else. He needs to have an expect. He His expectations are he's bad. He's not good. He needs to get over that and say, okay, this is, if I do this, I will make a good golf swing and the ball will go. Generally, where I want it to go. He, well, he needs, seen, to, he needs to change his frame of mind.
4: Yeah, well, taking a lesson from me is not going to help that part. <laughs> because I'm just going <laughs> to recommend that he take up tennis.
3: Oh uh, yeah, that, that's no. Know, you know, no, he needs like, somebody really to suck. boost his confidence. He says, "Hey, he needs somebody to say, you do this well.' So now, this piece of whatever it is that you see out there." If you want to do, it, in order to do it better, here's what you need to work on. All right, that's, I'll, that's I'll, the frame of mind you need to go with him. We I'll need to, we need to boost his then. confidence. Okay. Yeah, okay. exactly. Uh, but he's thanks. a millennial. He needs to be uh, handled
5: with kid gloves.
4: Oh God, I hate those millennials. We <laughs> we need to be <laughs> you know, coddled. We used to walk to school with bare feet in the snow uphill, nah. but you know.
5: That's really politically incorrect of you to say.
4: Really? Yeah. All right.
5: It oh. Says me, millennial.
4: All right. I love millennials. Am I back? Am I okay now?
3: PGA TOUR's got split events this week. Uh, The alternate site is Puerto Rico Rio Grande. Yeah, at the Grand Reserve Country Club for the Puerto Rico Open. Uh, we see a lot of first-time winners on tour at this event. It's opposite the WGC. Brandon Wu could be that player. Uh, he qualified. He's in the top 10 in Corn uh, Ferry Tour points, so he was able to get in just 24 years old out of Stanford, 11 under. He's got a one-shot lead over Greg Chalmers, Brendan Grace, uh, Josh Teeter in the mix as well. Jonathan Vegas is at 8 under, so a combination of some young up and comers getting an opportunity as well as uh, maybe some familiar names of the past that uh, have seen uh, harder times, but always a a fun event for them. But, all the attention is on the WGC event, first one of the season, and Brooks Kepka 11-under. He was riding the birdie train down the back nine yesterday until he bogeyed the final hole. But 11-under, he's one shot clear of Cameron Smith, who's got the greatest mullet working on the tour. Billy Horschel and Colin Morikawa are all 10-under. There's Tony Finau tied for fifth at 9-under, lost in the playoff last week. Uh, Webb Simpson at 9-under. Matthew Fitzpatrick now coming over, playing more PGA Tour events from the European Tour. Uh, the young Brit, who looks like he's going to be playing Ryder Cups for 20 years.
4: Well, that kid is good. He is fun to watch. Now, Cameron Smith, nice kid, should not grow facial hair. Did you did you see him?
3: I didn't see that. Everybody's more fascinated with the mullet, and he's kind of trimmed it up. He's really going all in on the mullet. Yeah. Because uh, I think his coach... Uh, is uh, was at one time John Daly's coach, and told him about. Oh, look, I've had a guy with a mullet win uh, a major.
4: All right, awesome. Well, I used to have a mullet, and I never won anything, so it doesn't always work that way. But his facial hair is a little bit. You know, you got to.
3: It's tough for those youngsters.
4: It it. Sprague really suffers
3: is. from that too. He cannot grow facial hair.
4: Well, I had a tough time till I hit seventy, <laughs> and then all of a sudden I got hair where I didn't. Realize that i should have this is like three days
3: three days worth for me so it's it comes fast the problem is i get the ivory tusks now and showing my age so i
4: gotta i do too
3: i know it's no fun
4: but cameron smith great player playing really well uh victor hovland is a pleasure to watch and we talk about players who might uh they smile they're outgoing they're warm that makes a fan favorite, and this kid's got it all and can play.
3: No question about uh, Patrick Reed, Kevin Kisner in the mix at 8-under, but Brooks Kepka, he won at Phoenix uh, after there was the famous incident, and I don't know if you saw it on Twitter. I can't remember where he missed the cut. He played horribly. He snapped. He just snapped all of his irons right over his knee. He just went 10-cup on the whole bag when he got back. He is a different, different guy. He loves – football and basketball, and he's an athlete first who came to the game of golf, and he has that. He needs that competition. I was seeing a graphic this morning. uh, Whenever he's been paired with Dustin Johnson over the last four or five years, he had one bad round where he just blew up somewhere. But otherwise, in like the last seven or eight times, he's bested Dustin Johnson when he's been paired with him. He needs competition, and I think he's starting to figure out how to get himself ramped up in that competition for non-major events.
4: Well, we were talking about Tiger. Tiger was always Superman. Uh, Brooks Kepka is the Incredible Hulk. So you put them side by side, and uh, Superman looks small. Uh, I think Brooks Kepka would prefer if golf were a contact sport. Uh, he's got that, that attitude, and that's what makes a champion. Do we appreciate that? Uh, I do. Uh, it doesn't always warm up everyone to him, but he's a he's a solid player. We look down this uh, leaderboard now and to a, the defending champion Patrick Reed and look out Brooks Kepka because Patrick Reed. Is a contact sport golfer also. No
3: question. Now he's going through a swing change. Yes. So he's had a couple He actually
4: topped a ball. Yeah, he yes, topped
3: so. the ball. He duck hooked one into the water somewhere. Yeah. And so as he's sort he's sorting that out and he's still shooting You know, he's still at eight under.
4: What a player.
3: And so, but as long as he can get it close and give himself a chance to get up and down, his short game, his hands are among the best on the tour. So he will just, with his swing, uh, have to be consistent because there's, I think there's water on 13 of the 18 holes here uh, on Jack's courses. Um, but if he can get it close, he can at least save pars if he hits a bad one. And then if he's got good swings, then he starts making birdies.
4: Well, this golf course is very tough. The concession has is, is, uh, got a long history uh, and a great history. Uh, but tough to hit the right yeah. spots on the greens. Tough to putt. Very tough to chip on uh, to, the, to the whole location. You can hit a chip up onto the green. Come close to the hole and watch it roll off. And now you got a forty-footer and another chip.
3: It's going to be fun. uh, But I do. I think Brooks is in that mentality. He's getting it dialed up. I I think he can close this thing out.
4: You know, I'd love to see Tony Finau. I like Tony Finau. Everybody likes Tony Finau, but at some point you got to win. Yeah, and you know what? I think he will. And it it'll be like his his big next big win will be like a major. One you wouldn't expect, like a PGA.
3: So there you go. Thanks again to Gary Van Sickle for joining us. Uh, Loved our conversation on Tiger. Enjoy the golf this weekend, whether you're watching, whether you're playing. And uh, we'll talk to you next Saturday. Thanks again, as always, to Will Darkins. He's with uh, Luke for Center and Sync coming up next. For Harold. I'm Jason. Hit him straight. Pulled up the sack out on the sidewalk at the street and just see if you can aim it in there from the porch. I'm a super senior. Yeah, you're more suck your finger and stick it in the wind and see what's going. Yeah,
4: exactly. Smoking at three, coffee at five. (laughs) (laughs) Ladies are getting creamed. You know how easy I
2: am. Yeah,
4: (laughs) I know. Fiji's in Europe. uh...
2: (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com.